0: And so I, I do think that um, we, we, the, the physics of these waves, in other words, some of them will bring duality to, them, to, to people, others would bring unity, and I think that that distinction uh, is something that it p- explains very much how human history has changed time we would like to play a tune that was composed by my worthy constituent, Mr. Dizzy Gillespie, in the year of 1942. We sincerely hope you do enjoy Salt Peanuts. Salve not Salve not salve not Salve not The name of the salve so- so
1: Uh, That takes me back to some memories right there. That um, was the Quintet, Salt Peanuts. For those jazz fans out there who know of this very famous and classic album. um, Man, I heard that. Actually, this is uh, from a cassette recording I did a long, long time ago. Oh, hi, by the way, (laughs) my name's Glass, uh, and I am obviously your host of Aesthetic Soundwaves. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, tuning back in. Um, Like always, hits from everywhere, uh, from around the nation to around the world, not enough thanks can be given. So the thanks I can give is more shows, more music, and uh, more thought, and everything else. So... Um, back to point. Yeah, I was Quintet, Salt Peanuts. Uh, there are other versions of this you people have heard. About 50% of other people have heard the Louis Armstrong version. I've heard both, and as have a lot of other people. It's interesting on this one, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, one, it feels good playing jazz again. I've actually been wanting to play some jazz, but, you know, I like to jump around and, uh play different stuff, uh, music education, that's what this program is all about, right? So anyway, um, really great to be playing some, uh, especially the quintet. Now, who is the quintet? I said famous album. Well, the quintet, that recording was compromised of Bird, or if you don't know who Bird is, Charlie Parker, Diz, Dizzy Gillespie, Bud Powell on uh, piano, Mingus, Charles Mingus on bass, and of course, Max Roach on drums. That, you know, that had to be something that just was crazy to uh, speak about, just even being there live, just to see those five perform. That must have been crazy i would have bragged about that for years in, <laughs> in front of people anyway um yeah that uh is kind of a little build up too today to uh this episode but that takes me back to memories as a very very young preteen hearing um jazz on uh my cassette tapes and that was one not the first but those are some very early memories of my jazz um, hearing jazz, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of a, uh, shout out to my buddy, too, he brought that up the other day, so, uh, thank you for, um, bringing that up, for playing Salt Peanuts, definitely was taken, anyway, today's festival, today's festival, today's show is entitled Two Festivals, um... This summer was really busy for me, as you can tell, I haven't been putting much up lately because of uh, uh the episode contents and also because I was networking myself a lot uh going to a lot of music festivals meeting good uh, meeting you know other people uh meeting other individuals uh bands artists so forth so on so shout out to all those I have met. ...and that have been listening and tuning in from those. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, Really appreciate it. So with that said, it was a busy summer for me. And I was, you know, walking around a lot. A lot of... It was pretty crazy up until this early fall. So I just recently got down to trying to put these episodes together... ...as you know, the way I would like to. Um so with that said this is going to be another part show we're going to go from the right to the left brain type deal again but um i'm going to first start off today with the uh a really good festival I, i love this the detroit jazz festival ladies and gentlemen um great 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 i can't tell you enough it's uh it's really cool. It's the world's only free jazz festival. You don't have to pay anything to get in. Um, it's in downtown Detroit, right next to the river. Great. Good time I had. Good music. Uh, people from all over. Uh, I got to speak with a lot of different people and uh, really, really good. So also I was able to see a lot of acts you either have to pay a lot for or you you know might never ever see um, I was blessed on this one actually uh, so there is a lot of local bands I also saw on these festivals uh, this summer and this early fall I uh, so I'm gonna be playing some local and a mixture of a little bit of national of national today international but there's there's some local bands in here I think you guys should really, really look up um, when you got the time I'm going to be giving the info when the time comes as will be now so there was an artist I saw um, I'm sure uh, you guys probably those out, those out there do know this name uh, Marcus Elliott local, Detroit native um, saw him and, uh, purchased one of his CDs. Uh, good, good concert. I like this guy. Uh, the way he played and his whole group. Shout out to them. So, I am going to play, uh, a track off their, uh, off his, uh, newest album. Uh, When the City Meets the Sky. The title of this track is Movement 3. Um, yeah, I was really digging this guy's sound. I think you guys will too. So... If um, I'm going to get into this jazz set, I want to do less talking than what I've been lately. To be honest with you, anyway, play you more music. So, um, as I said, Marcus Elliott coming up next. Uh, good listen. You guys are interested? Look him up. Um, Google. I'm sure you can get him. Uh, his new CD, when the C- excuse me, when the city meets the sky. Uh, Cop it. It's worth it. Very um, A lot of good tracks on that album. I was having a hard time deciding what to play. So, Marcus, uh, thank you for letting me play your music on the show. As I asked, uh, asked you if I had permission, you gave me. So, always appreciate it. Um, with that said, I'm going to shut up and I will get into the rest of the Jazz Festival uh, story, short story, <laughs> after we get out of um, these next few tracks so marcus elliott everyone movement three
0: Let me fly away with you for my. Life. Satisfy this hungry For a creatures of the wind And wild is the wind Wild is the wind you know your life itself like a leaf clings to a tree so my darling you mm-hmm.
1: Wayne Shorter, Anna Maria, off the album Native Dancer. Before that was Esperanza Spalding, Wild is the Wind, off her album, Chamber Music Society. Earlier, I I brought up uh, the fact that at the Detroit Jazz Festival... You were able to see people that you would have to either pay a lot for, or, you know, maybe some legends. This was one of those occurrences. Um, Esperanza Spalding and uh, Wayne Shorter both played on all the nights that happened for four days, did all their sessions for the most part together. And that was an honor, I think, just to see number one, Wayne Shorter, uh, jazz heads out there. We know Wayne Shorter, um you know through miles and everything else, right, so that just to say you know I mean excuse me uh you know i you know I've seen a lot of jazz shows and some legends with that. I have seen Sonny Rollins live back in San francisco uh you know i'm win Marsalis i've seen a lot of good acts acts these legends that's not an act right excuse me for even saying that so uh, I've seen a lot of excellent musicians um, and this is just another to add but ladies and gentlemen uh, this was the, the Detroit Jazz Festival and as I said it was uh, I'm telling you jazz heads out there you want to see a lot of music some great jazz you got to come to this in Detroit it's well worth it and uh, thus is why I played um, Esperanza Spaulding and then Wayne Shorter after each other. I um, felt that would be a good compliment combo after the festival. And uh, of course, I saw Marcus Elliot before them. So kind of put it all in order of events, needless to say. Uh, definitely. So... I I have to say one thing really quick about the very first intro song though, about um, the quintet, teaching those out there who may not know something about jazz. <laughs> if you uh, pays attention to um, the uh, excuse me the Louis Armstrong version. And pay attention to this. You'd see signatures of uh, one of the artists, of both artists, but you have the Louis Armstrong version, and then in where you hear him saying, you know, because I remember as a kid, right, you would play back Salt penis. I would just rewind this tape back and forth. You could probably tell by the sound. But I would. I remember hearing it, Salt peanut, Salt Peanuts, my back I thought it was the baddest thing, right? Salt peanut, So... In this version um you hear the Mingus uh stamp. You have the Mingus signature. In the back you can hear Sal peanuts, Sal peanuts" being shouted out, right? That's Mingus right there doing that. Uh Mingus had his own style. Everyone knows that. Mingus Monk, all the all the greats had their own style. But it's interesting because I haven't heard this for a while and when I replayed it I was like, "Oh, I just I realized that was so Charles Mingus, right? His... Such a signature of his own. Anyway... A little education for you, uh... Up-and-coming jazz fans up, uh... There. Anyway... Uh... Yeah. That said... Um... Any of these people, uh... That I played... Back to point on the jazz festival, though... Um... As I said, look up Marcus Elliott or Esperanza Spalding, internationally known, and Wayne Shorter, obviously, internationally slash legend. Um, All these people you can look up, CDs, whatever, wherever you can get these, uh, teach yourself and uh, listen to these people. Uh, I can tell you that from hearing it live in an amphitheater area, uh, man, Esperanza Spalding's voice just, wow, I almost... uh, Puts you in a trance. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know. Talented artist. So, with that said, let's jump now to, from the Detroit Jazz Festival, to Strange Beautiful Music 10, as of this year. But Strange Beautiful Music in general. Now, what is this? Um I'm thinking about my words here. I don't wanna have to uh backtrack and say the wrong thing. Not that it's negative. Let's get on with it, I guess. We a lot of times this was a I've I've been to a lot of festivals and a lot of concerts and shows I'm a music person um, I like music various amounts um, and I've seen a lot of different and cool ones I'm gonna say that this festival right here Strange Beautiful Music if you've never heard of it look it up um, it happens around September 23rd to 22nd to the 25th I think every year Here in Detroit. It's electronic music. Now, before we go any further on that, well, I'll say that again. It's electronic music, but it's very avant garde, abstract, classical electronic music. Um, A lot of people out there, I think, make judgments when they hear electronic. I'm going to say I understand why, uh, to an extent. Because a lot of times, I think because there's not enough uh, teaching about, you know, people think you're electronic, they automatically think uh, rave, techno, right? Fast beat music all the time, Uh, things like that. I'm not down in it, but, or what a lot of people I notice in this city call EDM, electronic dance music. I never heard it actually that way before me. I'm just not into the scene too much. Hey, give my respects to that scene too. But um it gets... I think people have like a negative connotation to when they hear electronic, right? They don't associate with abstract and other electronic forms. So... Before we go any further, I have to kind of differentiate the two. I have to say, you know, there's a difference between the dance music and then electronic um, sound. So... Which I thanks to my brother and other forms that i've gotten into in my own way um i i happen to like the electronic side the experimental side of uh you know synthesizing things like that and that's where this uh that's where this show or this um festival was great because as most my listeners know i am a classic i grew up listening to classical so you know i Here's my life, right? My whole life I've been listening to classical and jazz. Um, practically in other forms. Anyway. The, uh... It was really nice hearing this. And I've heard other forms of experimental classical before. Like this. But this festival goes on for three days. And a lot of great artists. Like, I can't even... I have the, uh... The, uh... The flyer here in front of me. And all the, uh groups and everyone everyone that was involved in this it's uh it it was one of those festivals where i almost was uh it was i was blown away by everyone that played it was really good i i can't say enough about this Uh, and i think you're going to see why after i play some of these things so i'm going to warm you guys up today uh, and shout out to the people I met at this electronic festival uh, strange, beautiful music um, as I said it was uh really good um, anyway i 'm going to warm you guys up first, and i 've had this uh vinyl record for a while to sh- so to show you that i have do know of uh, things from you know beforehand. Everyone knows of the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? Arthur C. Clarke wrote and the Stanley Kubrick and all this. You know, everyone knows that, you know, the Blue Danube, da-da-da-da-da, the famous scenes, the monkey throwing the bone up in the air. Bone becomes a, uh, a, you know, goes up into space, and now you have spaceships. You know, everything's symbolic of human nature, our involvement, so forth, so on. The Star Child, don't get me off on it, <laughs> right? But in this... Uh, um, the 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 record for this is really crazy, um, so they uh, this next song uh, I'm playing you is off a space opera in essence, uh, uh, and the title of it it will actually it comes off side B off of um, the 2001 Space Odyssey. The title of it is Aniara. Um, The electronics on this album, by the way A famous name uh, Were added by Morton Sabotnik A lot of people out there who know of avant-garde classical Would know that name with Steve Reich And a a few other And a lot of other people So I want uh, to use this as a build-up into some of these... uh, really great acts that I heard. I want you guys to imagine being on a ship and having your computer na- ma- uh, navigation system, right? And you go into the space, you're flying to Mars. Computer navigation system hits. And then, to make matters even more worse comes a uh, storm of of, uh, of asteroids and things like that, or asteroids. <laughs> asteroids are when they hit the Earth. Um, of a meteor shower, excuse me, uh, a meteor shower uh, coming by and knocking you off course, and you, your system's down, and you fly. You have no end in sight. In in essence, you're a ship lost and you have no guidance anymore well that is the plot of this classical piece better description would be if I read it but I want to put your imagination before I play this because as we know the imagination is the greatest tool a human can have so by listening to this I'm sure you See different things that I would see or imagine a different, but it's a really interesting concept to put together. Let me read this back of his vinyl record, shall we? Like 2001, Aniara is a story of a man at the mercy of electronic brain of humanity, tested and in, in the in the crucible of, of the infinite. Carl Berger Blomdahl October nineteenth, nineteen sixteen to june seventeenth, nineteen sixty-eight, created his prophetic opera from the story of a voyage through space in the year twenty thirty-eight. On a ship speeding to Mars are eight thousand people fleeing a dying earth. The computer fails and the ship is diverted by a swarm of shooting stars. Okay. I was wrong, sorry. Stars. Um, anyway, thus dooming its inhabitants to eternal flight Through the universe in a ship of death Dark, probably, yeah Still, uh, it's actually really really um, great piece to listen to I actually get a kick It's, uh, it's, it's nature I actually have played this on repeat more than a handful of times So, um, I'm going to warm you guys up with that today And... Uh, I'll talk to you in a minute after this uh, great uh, experimental uh, uh, classical piece is done.
0: I came up with a
1: Good thing I'm not on that ship. <laughs> well, I hope they uh, get to a safe destination. Um, you know, one thing I have to say before I go further is... Um, one thing I actually loved about this strange, uh, beautiful music festival um, is... Uh, well, everyone knows that. I'm, um, you know, as obviously I play jazz and I'm a big jazz guy, and I'm also a hip hop guy. Um, at least in the underground form, but also in other ways. But, uh. Most Deaf is, uh. a big Doom fan. Everyone knows that. So, I bring Most Deaf up because he was saying something about, uh. when he first saw. Mad Villain when you saw that record a while ago um, and uh, the cover of it if you've ever seen Mad Villainy it, uh, you know, it's obviously with Doom on the front looking straight at the camera with his mask on black and white picture that's it right um, and most devs said something that kind of hits with this uh, festival that I think was a huge compliment to it and all the other people around me He said I saw the cover of that record. He said and I said I understand you. I I understand you. He said that cover of the record and the album reflected how he felt as a person. Um he felt he he just automatically knew it it was him. And that's the way I actually felt at this festival. Um, a lot of people with my same tastes and sounds and everything, it was really nice. I want to say for the first time, not exactly in a while, that that I think the diversity in a lot of other musicians, it comes out and you see it. I have to really give props to this festival for that. Strange Beautiful Music, once again, uh, got to go to it, people. I'm telling you, if you're into this sort of stuff... That I'm playing the next few songs more, it's uh, it's worth looking up. Um, anyway, I had to insert that before I go any further. At this festival, there was a. As I'm turning page, I gotta get to it. Okay, so <laughs> there was a. Um, ensemble. Well, actually, I'll tell you what I'm playing next, and I'll get into the story. The next group I'm going to be playing was uh, I didn't actually I won't lie I did not see the group. I went to the wrong venue the next night, so I did not personally see them. But I did see other groups and m- people from this uh, band play their different parts in the uh, in the show. And um, this group is a Detroit-based group, Talk. I hope I'm saying it right. Um, but Sajtalk, S-A-A-J-T-A-K. Um, you can, if you like this, what I'm about to play next, you can also look them up with that name, uh I'm trying to think about... The words to describe this without babbling. Okay. The. There was this crazy ensemble experimental operatic piece that blew me away. It was uh, composed by James Cornish and. If you can look this up, I don't know what you would might YouTube on this on, because I know I saw people recording this. It's probably one of the coolest performances I've seen. It's, it's really actually something I've been, been wanting to see for a long time. I like opera as I've played on the show before. And I like the experimental forms. And this was... This and and just in general, this group after getting both their albums, it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Actually, you know, I, I'm going to shout out to these guys right now. Shout out to Alex and the rest of the band out there for you guys. As I said, I got to repeat this. You guys are a fresh uh, breath of air in a world filled with horrible music. Okay, it's it's great. To hear something different of this. And I've been waiting to hear a group like this for a long time. So, with that said, if you guys can look up that, uh, is James Cornish, that uh, piece, and t- I don't know if you'd YouTube whatever, Jer- James Cornish Ensemble, um, SBM 10. Detroit, however it is You'll see what I mean, crazy So, what happened Later on in the evening I ran into one of the female Vocalists Alex Coy Uh, But Just because she had to be seen in the Bleachers next to me um, I couldn't miss my chance To say, hey, you know, good job Liked your stuff up there Um, So forth, so on so that's when she told me about her group I looked it up and uh, I, I'm telling you people I've been blown away since So if you're looking for really Well, I'm just going to have to play this next excerpt out for you guys And um, to be honest with you I think you're going to hear more of them Being played on the shows too I'm going to tease you with this one today um, I'm actually I just got their new CD In the mail a few days ago um oh by the way that piece i told you about the james cornish it the title of it, uh, it the title of that was actually a poem written by a detroit poet called um or his name philip levine uh what work is cool 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 i just got to say that anyway um you if uh back to point <laughs> I'm going to be playing this, uh... I'm going to be playing a track off their first album that was made in 2014, actually. They've been around for a while. Man, I wish I would have known these guys beforehand. Or of their sound. Um, anyway. I'm going to be playing, uh... Hallmark, Part 2. Off their album, Spectral Drips. It's... If you want to get any of, uh... Any of these groups actually The next few groups I'm playing If you want to get any of their uh, Albums You can get it on Bandcamp And I think there's a link to the site Off of uh, Talk's, um Website But as I said You can also get it off Bandcamp.com And there's a lot of interesting uh, Music People that came also from this festival That put their stuff on Bandcamp So definitely take a look at that See what's up with that Um highly suggested uh, I'll get more into that in a few I want to get into these guys I think you guys will really really dig them so once again Alex and Band thank you for letting me play your guys stuff and uh, well without further ado let's uh, get into Sashtak Talk um, Hallmark Part 2 I'll speak to you guys in a minute Thank you. One of the reasons why I love doing this program is because I love exposing people to things they probably have never heard that the radio wouldn't play. You know, when I give uh, my business little homemade business cards and stuff like that to people, and I sell myself, right? I say, I play things. Whatever the radio is playing, I'm not. Um... I like selling the anti, and uh, this—I'm telling you—I'm so blown away by this group. So once again, I good job. I, I love this group. I think uh, you guys have a new fan, and hopefully, uh, Moss more. Um, with with uh, with uh, everything else happening. So, thank you once again. I could babble on more, because I have a tendency to do that. I think I'm going to try to avoid that um, a little bit on this next part. <laughs> For at least a few minutes. <laughs> uh, the next artists you can also find on Bandcamp. The, uh, it's Grand Valley State University New Music Hub. New Music Ensemble I'll say it one more time Grand Valley State University New Music Ensemble This comes off their album Return Title of the song Is Glass Surface These guys have actually been together for a while Um yeah, so I gotta give a shout out well number one to the group and everyone else. Um, but this uh, Adam Cuthbert, um, it was a pleasure meeting you and uh, hopefully we can uh, you know be in more talks later. but either way, um, yeah, this was a beautiful beautifully done music and when uh I think you're gonna see what I mean about about the experimental i mean we we're already seeing it but you know classical is really interesting music I think if you man I'm watching myself here you can't pigeonhole yourself into like one genre in one way you know what I mean you have to be able to expand yourself. And this group, amongst many others that performed, but, but, and, but this group right here really, I think, gives a, another good taste to um, people out there wanting to hear something different. So with that said, I'll just get into it. Uh you're going to enjoy this next piece. It's uh it's really beautiful. Once again, it's entitled Glass Surface. Um Yeah, let's get into it. And uh I'll be back in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen This is what Aesthetic Soundwaves is about Even just the title Strange Beautiful Music Right um, Our perception of what we conceive As beautiful As I have read off in the first episode Differs from others Artistically and so forth This is the great part I, why I love doing this it you are exposed to so many different sounds and ideas that hopefully it kind of starts exercising and or jogs the mind that that last piece right there gorgeous um, hard not to really follow some emotion through with that you know big ups to that group. That's all I gotta say. Big ups to all the groups. And, you know, I feel it really flows with a thought today I want to go through. I'm not going to do too much reading. The past two shows I've been doing a lot. My oration, uh... <laughs> I kind of want to take a break from that. But I am going to do a tidbit. What I want to do is just, you know, like life is life life is crazy life is hard um, we all have our troubles it's we all have our problems and we can have we have others around us to make us stronger but in the end and I've went off in this in the past few episodes so it builds up around this. We are our worst enemies, but we're also our best friends. And we have to learn how to be strong for ourselves to make it through our tough times. And things like this music, like that last piece I played. Gorgeous. Um... I think it's really self-reflective and good moments for us to meditate and contemplate on ourselves. I want to read you something, a few things, but this comes from. This is a poem, actually, by Ernest Navarre Williams, my man, and. Ed- Detroit, a Detroit poet here and uh, this comes out of his published a poet's diary one good guy right here this is uh this guy I dig this guy's writing style um and I was really wanting him to read this but to be honest with you honest with you I I I can't wait I have to read um, I have to read a little bit off of this and we'll get with him a little later but he he knows I I already told him that so Ernest man what's up uh hope everything's hope everything's treating you well man big shout outs to you so you can actually find this uh I believe Amazon's selling this and yeah look it up I'm gonna read it a little bit though that's kind of going with what I'm saying a few things actually inspirational material uh and some of the things I've been doing lately, to be honest with you. The title of his poem is called The New Me. The new me cope with my mental illness considerably. With power, I face my illness. My actions, overcome it. Life becomes the empowery divine and the lifeline. I emerge through an infliction, healthy and not sickly, into the new me. I stir with a feeling very lovely. I draw strength from that wonderful feeling, like a baby drawing nourishment from its mother's breast, comforted by loving feelings of the Almighty. I am not alone. Power dwells inside me, the power to be, the power to see, the power of the Almighty. I am no longer tired, hungry, lonely, or angry. In his hands, I surrender the whole of me and am free. As I drift toward my destiny, wherever that may be, see me coping with my mental illness. Feel the power that dwells within me. Behold the new me. Dig. People, it's up to us to change ourselves. And only then... What we see the change and uh, everything else from there, the effects of how we see ourselves. Life is hard. It can be very brutal. It can be mean. But it can also be one of the grandest things in life. You can't let it get you. Um, you know, shout out to my brother. I like philosophy. He, uh, I won't gut off on a rant about right time and right episodes. I've done that before. But this episode was made for the right time in the right place. Because my brother sent me a philosophical book of Seneca the other day, right? And I just recently got in the mail this week. Maybe a little bit into last week, last Saturday. Either way. So, I'm going to read you this little quote um, on this. And uh, I'll go from there. This is, it's, it's, it's a philosophical story more or less than anything else, but Syrinus, a friend of Seneca's, uh, is speaking to Seneca, and this is on tranquility of mind. When I looked into myself, Seneca, some of my vices appeared clearly on the surface, so that I could lay my hand on them. Some were more hidden away in depth, in the depths. Some were not there all the time, but return at intervals. These last, I would say, are the most troublesome. They are like prowling enemies. ...who pounce on you when the occasion offers, and allow you neither to be at the ready as in war, nor at ease as in peace. Our vices are really dangerous. They, They can either make us or break us. And it's what we do with those vices that, in the end, make the person we are now and in the future. Um... Don't let life get to you. Get up and above it. Elevate yourself. You know, Nas, <laughs> one of my favorite MCs, conscious guy, everyone knows that, off, uh, he says something, off of, uh, Heaven, the, the sun. It comes off the album, God's Son. He says, You trapped in your own hell. Every day I wake up, I'm blessed. Every day you wake up and breathe another breath, you're blessed. To all my brothers running around talking about, I'm fucked up. I gotta get on. I'm in the grind. Yeah, we're all in the grind. So look at the beautiful stuff around you. It's a beautiful life. To all my brothers, look look up. You now, locked up, keep your heads up. Heaven's just a mile away. I'm talking. I'm talking about heaven on earth ain't got nothing to do with money, got nothing to do with material. I'm talking to, I'm talking about heaven in your own heart, your own mind, your own world, your own existence. That's true, people. That's powerful. Really powerful. And It's like what I said. It's up to, it's up to us to choose a path we go and to enlighten ourselves more. And to come to terms and be happy with ourselves the way we are. So, hopefully, you know, that's my little thought for the day. Um, uh, with that said... Thank you to everyone for listening. And I hope that by playing this wonderful music today, that this opened uh, other people's minds and... Um, excuse me. Dry, dry mouth here. Um, opened up some people's minds and opened up some thought to whatever was said and or heard. One last thing... And I'll be out the door. (laughs) Um, There's one person I didn't play today. I actually want to save him for later in another show. I actually downloaded, but I had trouble, and I think I lost the download. Anyway, or upload, excuse me. Um, So, this musician's name is Aaron Michael Butler. He's on Bandcamp also. If you look him up, he did some crazy stuff with the tam tam in this uh, Strange Beautiful Music show. Check it out if you if you can listen. Really, percussionist. Um, really cool what he really cool what he did uh, in one of his pieces. Uh, actually, it's called The Vast Absence. It was awesome, but I'm. I'll have you guys look that up And I'm eventually going to play some of his stuff In a later episode um, Mixed with some other material So Once again, all the artists you heard today Whether it be from SBM Strange for Music Look it up, most of these people are on Bandcap Uh, Great stuff For the jazz artists Same, you know, you can look these guys up too Expand your mind, people Um, I went from the left to the right brain Two different uh, things today Sometimes a little hard to switch over. Not for me, but for others. But, hey, diversity is key, right? So, it makes us more interesting as people. So, with that said, um, I'm going to go out today. And, uh, till next time, you guys be safe. And, uh, I will talk to you. Next time on the next, uh, on our hit on aesthetic sound waves. Until then, have a good day, and this is Glass, signing out.
0: And I just gotta be the baddest one, the baddest, the fact of the matter is some matter, rhythm from Nevada, so that's flattering, pass, whack, raps, back to that. Santa's ring is only half of what my rap pattern brings. <laughs>